0: the sun go down over the same old town like so many times before we look at the same old stars battle the same old like so many times before hey everybody what is going on my name is eric mcgrew with eric street service in montrose colorado as well as elevated office podcast this podcast is brought to you by my sponsors weaver arborist gap arborist supply who sells rock exotica and Just Send It Saws, who does all my custom saw work and provides with me with a lot of the uh, consumables that I use for my chainsaws. So, once again, so you guys don't forget, if you are listening to this as it's being recorded right around mid December of 2021, in the late portion of February of 2022 or early portion of March 2022, We will be having the first ever Elevated Office webinar. So that is going to be a virtual seminar that we're going to be putting on. Zach Richards of zigzagman.zr on Instagram, as well as Josiah with Tree Strider Gear will be speakers of that if this event uh, is supported enough. We need 50 attendees to be able to make this happen. It's 80 bucks a person, and I guarantee you it will be worth it in the information, not to mention the gifts that we'll be giving away and also some of the um, prizes that will be uh, one-offs to people who win them. So if you haven't thought about it yet, please consider uh, reaching out to me through my Instagram uh, messages, my Facebook comments, or my email, my um, YouTube comments as well. And you guys can reach out and let me know that you want to attend. If we get 50 people, it'll happen in the full scope. And if it's not 50 people, then we'll make arrangements for something to occur for you guys. You will not be let down. So please come support the event. We want to be able to do this. We want to be able to share knowledge. And these guys are so knowledgeable, they deserve to be paid for it. So we have all of our sponsors on board with it. And KNH Wedges even has announced that they want to send me some stuff to be able to be part of giving away products for the seminar for you guys, not for me, but for you. So Let's get started. This is Elevated Office Podcast Season 3, Episode 6. All right, guys. So today we are going to be talking about uh, the different ways to tend your devices. Uh, A longtime listener of mine reached out to me and said, Hey, Eric, I'd really like to hear about what your thoughts are on the best tending device for, you know, or tending devices. system for your devices for SRS climbing or whatever. And basically there's about five or six ways of tending devices that are common. I'm sure there are others out there that I don't really know that much about, um, that I haven't heard of, or that I haven't practiced with. So I won't mention those, but the most common that I know of are the oldest and truest of them is probably your lanyard over your shoulder. Then you have your neck lanyard, Okay, and then you have a um, Chester harness, like the four SRT Chester now Weaver has their own, and Notch, of course, has their own. Various companies out there have something similar. CMI, I think has one or something like that as well. Um, and then you're going to have your um like the four SRT solo, which is the strap that comes over one side of your shoulder. And it has all the daisy chains and the ring in the center there, and then comes down. And the fifth one that I can think of is going to be your neck elastic, which, um, if I understand correctly, and if I'm not mistaken, is a hollow piece of uh, rope so that it's the outer sheathing only and a piece of elastic inside that uses like a microbeener on it to um, tend your device. And then the sixth one is going to be, devi- you know, tending by hand. okay. No, There are about six ways of doing this that I know of. There's probably more. I'm just not familiar with absolutely everything out there. So what do I think of each of these and what do I think you guys should be using? Well, I'm going to tell you right now what I think you guys should be using is not a valid point because it's really a preference issue. Um, Some guys just like the way that certain systems tend more than others. So I can't really tell you what to use. Um, I can tell you the pros and cons of all the systems that I've seen, and you can make a decision based on that, but I can't tell you which one's the best. So let's get into it with the lanyard. All right. So um, the lanyard, in my opinion, is the most basic. It's the simplest. It keeps extra gear off of you because you're using your positioning lanyard to tend. Now, that being said, the challenge with using a um, lanyard is that you have to find some way to adapt the clip on your lanyard down to the size of tending your device, i.e. you have to like use a microbeaner connected to the carabiner on your lanyard or something to clip into the attachment point on your device, something like that. Um, because the lanyard is not actually part of you, it's attached between your saddle and the device. It leaves kind of like a, a an open leg where things don't stay consistently tight. And I find that it falls off of my shoulder real bad. And to me, it's uncomfortable to a large degree and it's slightly annoying. Um, the rope is just, it digs into my shoulder a little bit when I have certain devices being tended. For instance, if I'm running a um, Rope Runner Pro, that device, for it to work with my ropes, and I mainly run like um, Yale, you know, 16 strands, um, it doesn't tend to tend as smoothly. There's a bit of friction on it um, tending upward because of the angle it gets pulled at with the lanyard and the lanyard kind of Dixon digs, in, digs into my shoulder and it not my favorite thing. Um will it work? Yeah it works fine if if you can get past those differences and I know a lot of guys who love those. So maybe it's the right device for you. Um I'm not a fan of using my lanyard uh for that system because then I have to take the carabiner off of the microbeener and different things like that. So, I don't know. For me it's just more of a an annoyance than it's a help, okay? Um for me. But once again, that's just me. Now, that brings us into the next uh system which would be like probably the second oldest that I know of and that's going to be like your neck lanyard. Um these can be anything. I've seen people make them out of paracord. I've seen people using like Key lanyards that you buy at the store or like name tag lanyards for seminars. Um, I've seen all kinds of stuff used. Once again, what I find, and this is going to be a reoccurring thought process um, or point, is that it puts a lot of tension right in certain areas of your neck. It's going to put a ton of tension at the base of your neck, just above your shoulders, as you're climbing, and certain climbing devices tend better than others, for instance, if you're running a rope wrench um, or if you're running a um zigzag on sRS line with the chicane or something like that, it, it may not be as big of a deal because those tend to they tend to tend pretty well. I do find that the rope runner pro doesn't tend as well as like the akimbo does. And so therefore, depending on what you tend to climb on and how much friction is in the system during the tending process, the neck lanyard may be just fine. Um, I also find that the neck lanyard, as a general rule, is a little too flimsy, too floppy. It gets caught and stuff, and I end up having to tuck it down in my shirt or something like that. And it's just, once again, not my preference. It puts too much pressure Usually it's kind of a thin cord and it kind of cuts into my neck and I'm just not, once again, not a big, huge fan of that. So, um, yeah, is it a bad device? No, it's lightweight. It's simple to use. It's easy to make by yourself, but the, the cons to it are that they kind of dig into your neck as a general rule. Um, I, I find them to be kind of flimsy and flop around and slightly annoying that once again, my take on this. I know a lot of you guys love them. So I'm not trying to say you're wrong. It's just my personal view. So then we get to the chester, which is like the chest harness that has two straps that comes over both sides of your neck and it connects in the front and goes around your um your you know flanks here under your pecs. Um once again, usually they're made out of one inch or three quarter inch webbing. Uh, so it's not real thick. Doesn't have any padding on it. Um, it, it, it's probably one of the most comfortable, um, of all of them that I've, I've used. It's definitely by far not the worst. Once again, depending on the device that you're using, it could tend to kind of cut into your neck a little bit here. Um, not going to cut into your sides or anything that much unless you just have it way too loose. Uh, but it has plenty of adjustment with the daisy chains. It's easy to adjust height and stuff for different um, headspace on your climbing device or how your saddle and bridge are set up or whatever. So they tend to be really good devices overall. Super budget friendly. I want to say that they're only like 24 bucks for a, a chest harness like that. And, um, yeah, I I think it's a decent, um, device. It's, it, it can feel a little bit restricting on you at first, or, you know, depending on how tight you have to have it or whatever, it can just, you can tell that it's always there on a lot of people. And some people don't like it because they feel like it's just a little restrictive. I don't know. I didn't ever find it to be that restrictive. Um, I did find the straps to be slightly narrow. And when I'm wearing a t-shirt like this with no collar on it, it would, the edge of the webbing would just kind of rub on my neck. Not terribly, but it would just kind of rub. Um, if you're climbing all day long and you're moving up and down a lot, it can kind of wear on the side of your neck. So keep that in mind. Um, once again, not the worst device out there, not my preferred device to climb on. So then we get to the device that is known as the Solo. I don't know if anybody else in the market is making anything like this. This is uh, specifically a device that I know of from 4SRT. 4SRT has developed this um, uh, strap that hooks. I always hooked it to my side ring of my my D-ring of my um, saddle, and then I hooked it in the very middle of the back of my saddle and it keeps it pretty tight because it's connected from the saddle to the saddle. You can adjust it and it'll stay like pretty tight on your shoulder and stay in place. What I did find out about this device is that I started having some shoulder issues um, and I found that it was just compressing my muscle too much because all that tension's on one muscle and it wasn't it took a while, but it got to where it just was painful to use for me. Um, it is a wider strap. It's about four inches thick or wide, I should say. Uh, well, maybe not that wide, three inches wide or something like that. And it's got to have a lot of adjustments on it. Um, the challenge is, is that because it comes across your chest at an angle, the daisy chains run up in vertical height at an angle. They're not straight up toward your chin. So if you need more slack taken up in your head space of your device to tend, it doesn't tend completely straight on the line. It tends slightly at an angle, so it puts extra friction on the rope. And I know some people really like the device and it's not terrible. Um, it's just not perfect. And it, once again, it started messing with my um, neck muscles a bit when I climbed long days and had to do a lot of ascending and descending and reascending and descending for removals or whatever it was that I was doing, especially big prunes where I come down, I have to move over, go back up, come over, move down and, and stuff like that. So, um, it wasn't awful by any means, but it definitely wasn't my favorite device. Now the last device that was my favorite device, um, even though I'm not using it currently because I am prototyping my own design that I can't talk about at the moment, um, was what is called the necklastic, And I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that Sean Thompson, um, with, or a tattooed arborist on Instagram who works for honey brothers, he kind of developed this. It's a rope core. Um, I'm sorry. It's a rope sheath. So it's the outer, um, sheathing of a rope with an elastic band in it and it has a microbeener on it and so the rope is a big enough diameter and because it doesn't have the core in it it's not solid it flexes and it moves and it's around your neck it's a tether and it hangs down about to your sternum um, under your um, collarbones and i found it to be the most comfortable of all of them the one thing I will say is that the elastic cord, when I was trying to climb with the Rope Runner Pro, uh, it just the Rope Runner Pro never has tended quite like I wanted it to. Uh, it, it seems like it has a bit of friction in it, and it would pull the um, neck elastic really hard, and it would, um, it would, it just felt a little. uncomfortable, right? Um, It just felt awkward to me a little bit, but the tending of everything else, like my zigzag with the chicane, my akimbo was awesome. One thing to know though about anything elastic uh, is that (laughs) the neck elastic, if you forget to unhook your carabiner from the akimbo and you sit back, I've had it the elastic stretch and then that little clip on um the akimbo let's go and the microbeaner slams right into your throat. So that but that's user error. That is not error of the device. The device as it goes is super comfortable. It's my favorite. If you want one, reach out to Sean Thompson, a tattooed arborist on Instagram. Um that's my recommended device so far. Uh, of what is available on the market. Like I said, I've got something that I'm working on, but it will be a little bit longer before it comes out. So I can't really talk about it for now. We're still in the stages of refining it and whatnot, but yeah, I really like the necklastic from, uh, Sean. So if I had to rate them in order, I would say necklastic number one, um, the chest harness, That Weaver and a couple other companies make those checks chest boxes are number two, and then number three would have to be the solo, number four would have to be the um, what's it called, the lanyard around your neck, number five would have to be the um, like work positioning lanyard over your shoulder connected to the vice, and then. The worst of them all that I've dealt with, I've dealt with, and I do use it at times, but that's mm, tending your device by hand. It's something you can do, and I know some guys that do all of their rope walking, and they just have one hand on the device and move it up as they're walking up. I found that it's inconvenient, it's uncomfortable, and it's difficult to keep my balance that way. Some guys do fine with it, but that would be my last option and it's not my favorite by any means. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it than this. Um, they're kind of basic devices, um, or systems, if you want to call them that, I don't know what you'd call them, um, uh, pieces of equipment, but they have their place in the market. And I really think that I even think that I've heard of a seventh one, which I've never really tried. I'm pretty sure I have seen somebody that had a A hook on their chin strap of their helmet that tended their device that just seemed uncomfortable and inconvenient so I don't think I've ever really tried that you might want to give that a go if you've never tried it Um, but definitely I think that the list that I just listed out for you is best uh, in that order so definitely the necklastic and then we're gonna say the chest systems and then we're gonna say the 4SRT the lanyard, neck lanyard would be the, you know, next one. And then the work positioning lanyard over your shoulder would be next. And then, of course, the hand tending method would be next. And then, you know, the chin strap of your helmet would be last, in my opinion. So, hope that kind of gives you guys an idea of something that you might want to think about. If you're trying to figure out which methods of tending your devices is potentially best there's the pros and cons of them and once again some of this is going to be determined by your body structure and makeup the device that you're running and what rope you're running the device on so what i find to be heavy friction you may not find to be very friction oriented and it may be just as simple as what settings you're running your rope runner on and that could be determined by your body weight um if i'm 235 pounds you're gonna be a different setting if you're only a hundred and you know forty pounds and so it may not tend as hard as my device will tend because it has to be tighter on the rope to sustain my body weight once again just trying to be as open framed and minded and trying to give the perspective in the best way possible of what you might be running into if you're looking at these tending devices okay all right so um. Hope that was beneficial for you guys. Please don't forget to check out my sponsors, Gap Arbor Supply, Weaver Arborist, and Justin at Saul's. Also, don't forget that if you want to attend the first ever um, elevated office webinar, please reach out and let me know. We need 50 attendees, 80 bucks a person. Going to be totally worth it to you. I promise. Just come show up and um, we'll have a good time. All right, guys. I will talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening to Elevated Office Podcast. Take care. Bye.